0: Hi, this is Seth Mosley, and you're listening to the Full Circle Music Show, the why of the music biz. Today we have a different kind of episode, and it's one of our Meet the Team episodes. This one is with one of my favorite people in the world, Sir Jericho Scroggins, who has been a big part of Full Circle Music for the past two and a half years. Now, I love this episode because it's about going from intern to getting hired, from an internship to a job. Now, for a lot of you listening out there, you may think this doesn't apply to you because you may already have a job, or you may be thinking, well, I'm too old to go back to school or too old to go get an internship. That's not really the point. The point is, what does it take for somebody to succeed and to get hired and to get noticed? Now, Jericho's been there. He's done that. And he has a lot of good wisdom to share from that. Also from being one of the head people of our internship program at Full Circle Music, which by the way, we are always looking for great interns, both on the music production and songwriting side. But also now with the launch of our Full Circle Academy a year ago, we are looking for people on the marketing, sales video editing, and just the general behind the scenes of the music business interns in general. So if you're interested in that, send us an email to support at fullcirclemusic.com. This episode is great. Stick around to the end. And before we jump into the interview, just a quick announcement. We have just launched our new social media account. So for a start, head over to Instagram, where we were formerly Full Circle Music Co., we are now officially official FC Music. Again, that's Instagram at official FC Music. And you can find the same ones across the platform. But just start with Instagram. Just head over there, follow us, and you'll be able to see a little bit behind the scenes of who we're working with, what we're doing, and just some other general shenanigans. So do that. And make sure to stick around through the Full Circle Music Show to next week. We've got another great episode coming up. And in the month of August, we are going to be jumping hard into our music marketing series. Now, this one is going to be absolutely informative, jam packed with info, tips, tricks, and insights from people who are masters of music marketing. These are things like YouTube. These are things like email lists. These are things like social media. You need to know this stuff in 2017. And so that's going to be the month of August. And then after that, we're going to be doing a series on songs for the church. Lots of really, really great guests on that. We've got Mia Fields, who is a repeat guests on the full circle music show. We've got Chris Estes and we've also got Callie Holligenthal at Bethel music. Who's an artist. So those are some things that are coming up exciting times in the full circle music show. All right. We're jumping into the studio where me and X O'Connor are sitting with Jericho Scroggins. So we're here at the full circle music show on our first episode of Meet the Team. Yep. We've got Jericho Scroggins. Hey, hey. Here in the house. Hello, sir. What would you say you do, Jericho Scroggins?
1: Well, I would turn it back to you and say, what don't I do? Mm. That's a good answer. That's a (laughs) good answer. (laughs) That's
2: deep. The (laughs) man does a lot, so I'll give him
0: (laughs) So we always joke that starting a company or really doing anything in music is essentially like jumping off a cliff And building an airplane on the way down. And that's essentially what we're doing. So Jericho is the mechanic. He's He's the (laughs) physicist. He is the pilot. Ground crew. The ground crew. The oil change technician. The
1: audio engineer. Someone say navigator. The navigator? Navigator. I'm wondering how many parachutes are on this plane. Yeah. <laughs> there better
2: be a couple. That's your job, actually. <laughs> how <laughs> many parachutes are on the plane? You <laughs> should know. I'm wearing one,
1: so I don't know about the rest. Your emergency instruction guy. That's so right. So I love your story because
0: you started out, much like X did, and X has been on the mm-hmm. podcast before, as an intern in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So do you want to talk about that? How did you moved to Nashville. What was your first internship?
1: Yeah, I came to Nashville not knowing anybody. I'm no friends or family down here. I'm from Indiana. And I literally got set up with this internship. It was a three-month gig. I was living in an extended stay just to you know, get things going. And throughout this internship, it led to the studio tech knew a man named by Chris Stevens, which I'm sure- Where were you interning at? Was through Yamaha okay, Entertainment cool. Group. And in the same studio, they have Brian Lennox, who's another producer there. So there was many days I didn't really do much. And so I got to go sit in on Brian Lennox's sessions and learn underneath him. So, yeah, there's a lot of vacuuming and window cleaning. And then... As there always exactly, is. Exactly, yeah. Amongst many other intern tasks that happened. <laughs> so, yeah, through that, though, about two and a half months into it, the studio tech, Brad got a message from chris and chris was looking for a pro tools operator and so brad gave him my contact and i went over there and we hung out for one evening and we just kind of hit it off and literally i had two weeks left of my internship so i would do my internship throughout the day and then at night i would go over to steven's place and start engineering and you know editing for him throughout the evening and then april 1st i just started working for him full-time Yeah. And you were doing engineering, running the studio. I was definitely engineering and definitely operations of his place, because he literally just built a new studio at that time, too. So what is it with people building new studios? And you your like inspires construction. I
2: don't know what does. it is. And he,
1: in fact, he's good at construction too. It's all coming around. Yeah, full circle, buddy. He's 24/7.
0: probably like just ready to be in a situation where somebody's not building a studio. Yeah, it, he's exactly. actually wearing a
2: tool belt right now. Yeah. No one can see that. The camera can't pan down. Either. Exactly. Yeah. There's no way to verify it, but I'm telling you, it's it's there.
1: It's there. So yeah, I mean, it was definitely a cool thing. So when I did start full-time there was days that yeah I was still painting the lounge you know he had the concrete flooring put down so I was putting the epoxy on top of it and stuff at nighttime because you know you can't walk on it so we had to do it during hours that nobody was going to be around so I mean there were still many things operation-wise that were still happening at his studio that I took care of And then, yeah, so engineering and editing would be the other things. David Garcia was actually, I don't say he was new in town, but he was fresh moved to town recently too. And so he had a back room in Chris's studio. So I got to work on him for a lot of projects editing wise as well. So talk about your internship,
0: because this is really valuable for a lot of people. And we have two interns actually here in the studio with us as <laughs> yes we speak. We do. So maybe this is not only for our audience, but this is for our internal intern audience. What are some things that you would say, having been there, went from intern to actually getting hired? What were some reasons why you feel like you got hired And like, what were
1: some keys to being a successful intern? The short answer would just be perseverance. I mean, you are assigned tasks and you really question, why am I doing this? You know, like this absolutely has nothing to do with anything I'm wanting to do. For example, I have cleaned a koi pond before offsite and not even at the studio. Did you even know whose koi pond it was? I, were there any I, <laughs> famous fish? There were not any famous fish. And I did know whose koi pond this was.
2: And Are you allowed to say whose koi I, pond I'm it not. was? I'm not. I'm
1: going to keep that
2: pretty secretive. <laughs> For um, the record, none of us own a koi pond. Is, so we've eliminated <laughs> a few people.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so through that, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, it's just, I show up to the studio within an hour like, hey, come out here. So I drive all the way out there, which was 45 minutes opposite direction from the studio to clean a koi pond. And so throughout that day, I'm just questioning, like, what does this have to do with anything? So, I mean, yeah, you get like, what is happening? You know, like a part of you is like, man, I'd rather be sitting at home. You know what I mean? So there's many days that happen like that. But it's the perseverance that kept me going. It's just like look, there's going to be good days with every internship and there's going to be bad days. And yeah. that just happened to be a bad day. <laughs>
2: well, that, that almost speaks into like needing to be able to handle whatever's thrown at you, whether it's in audio or anything else. Cause I don't want to speak for everyone else in here, but I wouldn't even know where to begin in cleaning a koi pond, you yeah, know, had you ever, be thrown into it. And had has you, you ever like, hey, done that before? Oh, care absolutely not. Yeah. No. So you just adapted like you do with any situation. Oh, yeah, I and mean, just take
1: care of business. He, he had a Power washer ready and stuff like that, and he was already draining it. Luckily, I yeah. got there, so it was a matter of just throwing on some boots and going to town with the power washer. I mean, it was like I was had that almost anger at me, but then since I was just using that power washer, destroying that mud. Oh yeah, like it was like yeah,
2: you get out of here, mud. Yeah. That's the cleanest pond I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Williamson County's never yeah. seen a cleaner pond. I didn't I'll know a rock
1: could be a mirror because I yeah. it was that clean. <laughs> so
0: now that you know fast forward, you're working here at Full Circle Music. You've been here with us two and a half years now? Yeah. Coming up on? Mm-hmm. And you've handled a lot of the internships and been kind of the guy that has interviewed interns and really helped set them up. Have you made any interns clean koi ponds?
1: No, just X's car. Okay. And did they do a good <laughs> job? When, when was this? <laughs> oh, it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> it's it's like- <laughs> I'm just... I figured to hook you up, buddy. I'm ready. <laughs> the interns are shaking their heads. Um, <laughs> no, I kind of see my list is actually quite larger than most people. I did tell myself, though, like if I was ever in a position to have interns, I wasn't going to make them do the same thing that you're not going to make them. Right. Yeah. But I also tell them I'm not going to ask them to do something I haven't already done. So, I mean, I guess cleaning a koi pond is still on that list because I've done it. Yeah. So, I guess we just need a koi pond here at the studio. And well, that's so West Haven actually two.
2: has a pond out there. Yeah. I don't know they, who you got to talk to about exactly. getting the clean. They it, clean but. the neighborhood pond. That's right.
1: <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I do tell them that. Like, I think almost every intern that I've ever interviewed has been that mentality is like, look, you're going to have good days, you're going to be bad days. And, you know, being an intern, you got to know that. Like, these are people that are, pouring knowledge into you and like to benefit you and help you get to where you want to be quicker. So doing the tedious tasks that nobody wants to do is the payoff for that. You know, it's like nobody likes to take the trash out, you know, but it's something that's a little task that needs done. And it's just that I think people who have a humble attitude when it comes to doing these tedious tasks are the people who are going to last longer though. And they kind of shine when they do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can tell who's pouring it in a 100% no matter what task you give them opposed to somebody who's like me that day. I'm out the koi pond like, and I was kind of angry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
1: perseverance, that's one thing. What, mm-hmm. what else sets an intern up to win? Your dedication. Like what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So trying to meet the minimum requirements is you're going to get the minimum out of it. So if you take whatever, it's like if instead of trying to only reach the minimum, if you try and push them and try and reach their maximum, you're going to get so much more out of it. And a lot of people don't do that. They're like, okay, whether it's credit hours through a school, is like, okay, I only need to get 15 hours in. And they only come in and work 15 hours. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying like what you get into it is what you get out of it. So the dedication on what you put into it, is all that it's going to be that you receive out of it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. Because there's a lot of people that I didn't even know in our experience. We've, interestingly enough, even went to a model where we don't only work with interns that are from colleges, but we've started working with people who have just reached out to us and just want to mm-hmm. learn and just want to pour into it and figure it out. And we've actually seen a lot of success that way. Mm-hmm. That's not to say... You know, college students aren't great interns because some mm-hmm. of them are, mm-hmm. but some definitely. of them definitely, you know, are just really doing it for the credit or for the school credit or the
2: requirement. They're showing, yeah, showing up to you know, get the hours, get exactly. whatever done. Yeah.
0: So, okay, talk about when you first made the move to Nashville because you went to Full Sail. I did university for an audio degree. Like, was that a, a huge career? or a huge life move for you like
1: are other people in your family in this position or I mean no there's nobody in my family so in the nutshell version i mean my dad's a drummer so i mean i've been surrounded by music my whole life and by the time i decided that like i need to really pursue music i decided to go to full sail and which is in basically winter park florida winter yeah. park florida winter park, Going florida. there tonight actually are you
2: yeah. Well, safe well, travels, 15 buddy. minutes
1: away. Is that- <laughs> so like that actually was the first big step. Like, okay, I know I've wanted to be in music my whole life. And now I'm actually going to make it happen. So that was the first big step. And then after, you know, getting the degree and that kind of stuff, it's like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? Because, I mean, I love Indiana, but outside of John Mellencamp and the Gaithers, <laughs> there's just no music in Indiana. <laughs> yeah. I
2: always forget about Mellencamp. Exactly.
1: Yeah. A lot of people
2: do yeah Hoosiers don't though Uh, Hoosiers don't
1: (laughs) so that's why I was just like you know what's still close to home and definitely thriving in the music and luckily like you have LA New York and Nashville and it's like it's a no-brainer at that point so yeah I just decided to move to Nashville family is very supportive you know like oh he's following his dreams kind of mentality so So nobody was like, you're crazy, like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, you still had a couple people. I mean, one family member is like, ha, I give him six months. So, (laughs) I mean, there's definitely a few of those people that were like, good luck, you know, we'll see what happens kind of mentality. And honestly, see, I'm a very competitive guy. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'll make sure I make it last at least, at least, seven least months. Seven. <laughs> you know what i mean like
2: 601 the, yeah, i
1: knew that i couldn't i was like oh man even at that 3 month mark i'm like oh, i can't do it it's within yeah. the 6 month mark yeah. so you know it's just you got to take that and just add fuel to it you know it's yeah. just like yeah i'm going to beat that yeah so and not only that
0: a few years later you've been in nashville for how long now uh this is starting my 5th year 5th year and you've already got 4 grammy awards
1: Yeah, I've been (laughs) How does that work? (laughs) That's like crazy. Surrounding myself with good people. I mean, that's Mm. key. Like it was when I moved down here, like I said, I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody. So I literally moved down here and poured all my time besides sleeping and eating into people that were so much better at what I wanted to do. And literally, I got the gig with Stevens after three months of moving down here and the first credited album that I'm on was Toby Mac's Eye On It," and it won Album of the Year. So yeah. literally, my first credited album won me a Grammy. That's not a bad track, <laughs> bad at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, my obviously, you know, I, it's definitely been a blessed career and stuff. And like following, well, what were your other your other? Uh, oh, the four. other ones. Well, other three. Luckily, it was every consecutive year. <laughs> it was so. 2012 was Toby Mac, "I On It." for Contemporary Album yeah. of the Year. 2013 was Mandisa's okay. Overcomer. Third year was when I started working with Seth, yeah. getting that, you know, for King and Country. Yeah. Run wild, live free, love. Strong. Strong I would have butchered yeah. that. Title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got five out of the like, six I words. Say, I think there's two more statements. <laughs> after that, but, yeah. And then... The year after that was Toby Max, This Is Not A Test. Yeah. Yeah, Which also was with you and Stevens. Yeah. That was actually the kind of the transition. That was sadly the last album I worked with Stevens. Sure. But then at that point, I went full-time freelance yeah, and then you kind of picked me up after that. said yeah. like, no, no, no. I, I actually want you working with me. <laughs> well, our strategy <laughs> was: well, this
0: guy, every single thing he's working on wins a Grammy. So we were like, okay, well, maybe we just need a little yeah, bit makes, of a Grammy magnet in the <laughs> house. Makes sense.
2: Makes <laughs> sense.
0: <laughs> so so sorry, it, we're using you for your Grammy. Oh, uh,
1: it's all right. Yeah, it's it's, it's okay. touch, calls, I get it. Well, and, fr- and, friendship.
2: <laughs> and, and yes. friendship and f- <laughs> yes. and friendship yes. too. So, that too. Like you and I have a very similar education background. Yeah, we, we went do. to the same school and then we moved here directly yep. following it. So we've talked a lot about interning and what you learn via your internship. So mm-hmm. I know my own personal experience. I'm anxious to hear on your experience. What was it like? Like, what did you learn in school versus what did you learn through your internship? Did you feel like school just taught you everything you needed to know and you could just jump right in? Or was there like a process of learning once you got here? Like, how did it kind of like level out for you? Man... Because I know a lot of people have the question about school versus just learning through experience or, you know, maybe a combination of both.
1: Yeah. See, luckily enough, I mean, getting somebody like Chris Stevens, I learned more in the first year with him than I've learned my entire life, school included. So like more than you've learned from me. Well, that was back then in 2012. (laughs) Or Seth? This just got really awkward. Yeah, I know. Well, now Uh-oh. we're going
2: to whisper into these microphones and stare at you. <laughs> at that point in my time, guys, you know, I've learned
1: so much more since then. Oh, what was no the question again? No. <laughs> no
2: we'll play it back. I can't even remember. <laughs> you.
0: you said you learned more in your first year with Chris than yeah. you had your whole time up until then.
1: Yeah. And that's the hands-on learning is... Is very crucial. I mean, and not saying that school didn't do that. I mean, you know, since you went there, I mean, there's definitely hands-on things, but it's different when it's a classroom setting opposed yeah. to wow, I'm really doing this. Yeah. And that would be the encouragement, I guess, to anybody else is you know, just getting out and starting to do it. Like don't wait for it or that kind of stuff. Like surround yourself with people who are better at it because I learned so much by doing that. And even now, I mean, we did just joke about it, but I feel like so awesome. Like, see, I'm a chess player too. Mm -hmm. And it's always better to play people. Like when you lose in chess, it's really a good thing Mm -hmm. because that's the only way you get better. So when we come here to work, like I actually feel like this is awesome because like you guys are, I feel like are leaps and bounds above me. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm always learning here and that's key. So, So talk about,
0: man, because you talk a lot to college students and interns. I mean, do you have any advice one way or the other? Like knowing what you know now, should people go the college route? Should they not? I mean, What what are your opinions on that? (laughs) Yeah.
1: An intern, actually, we were talking about that a little bit earlier today. I do have mixed feelings on college. Like I don't regret my college by any means. Some people need college for the path, you know, the journey to get to where they are. Actually, if it wasn't for full sale, which you might find this crazy, I used to be a logic guy. Full sale introduced. I do find that crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: <clears throat>
0: full for those sales of you guys showed, who don't know, Jericho it- gives me incredible <laughs> backlash for my use of logic on a
2: day-to-day basis. So. Yeah, He actually walks out of the room when Logic's open. He'll open the door and see it and he'll just (laughs) close it again. I yell out illogical and then I I walk away. He does.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I used to really use Logic all the time. And then I went to school and they showed me this thing called Pro Tools. And I'm just like, man, you really are the pro at Tools. (laughs) And, And so, man, I bought Pro Tools and that's what I, like that's all I did on my free time besides Halo. And that's how I got to where I am engineer wise on pro tools is yeah. literally I, that I lived and breathed pro tools on my own time. So my encouragement would be to do that is find out what you want to do and do it. I feel like looking at what we do now and just the industry market. Like I feel if you want to be on the creative side, like the producer engineer artist, then I don't, really think college is the answer for that. I think you just need to go out and start doing it. Like, if you Mm -hmm. want to be a songwriter, start doing co-writes. Start writing songs. And co-write's the huge part. Like, people's like, oh, yeah, I write songs every day. That's fine. But are they co-writes? Because that's the big thing that I've learned down here, too, is, you know, co-writes is the key. If not, you know, three rights. Well,
2: it even just speaks into what you were saying earlier about surrounding yourself with people that are better than you. I mean, if you don't have, like, a standard to stride next to then you might not be improving at all i mean you know the saying practice makes perfect isn't correct at all like it's absolutely incorrect perfect practice makes yeah. perfect like if you're right. doing something wrong repeatedly it's not yeah. gonna right. make it right At any i agree point. with that yeah
0: i did a lot of really bad golf swing practice <laughs> <And> <laughs> i
2: feel like I took i've been golf doing that lesson. since i was 12 it's <laughs> that's not improved i'll tell you you take oh, golf man. lessons
0: and then you find out everything you've been doing over and over again makes it even harder to do it the right way (laughs) so you're totally right i'm glad that you brought that up so where you're at today and you are doing obviously tons of stuff for full circle music and the full circle academy our boot camps our live events our production kind of everything what were some of your you know musical influence or what are some because you're kind of a rock i am guru in the yeah. house so like when you heard that we were working with skillet oh are yeah, yeah, like yeah. okay that's actually
1: like here we go exactly you know? yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i might have peed a little um <laughs> yeah i mean my influence is growing up i mean <laughs> i can sing to you more van halen songs than i probably could worship songs some of that's changed now <laughs> yeah but growing up that was definitely the case the lord has worked on your heart exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah please pray for me <laughs> But yeah, I mean, just growing up on what's considered classic rock now, you know, like that was definitely my avenue. And then, yeah, getting to work on artists that I've listened to growing up is like, that was huge for me. Like, yeah. So working with skill, it was actually like this bucket list of things that I didn't know even existed until that came through here. Um, Because yeah, rock is definitely (laughs) more my preferred. Yeah. Yeah avenue of music yeah.
0: which i mean to be honest like i totally was into rock and i grew up listening to tons of it listen to punk and bands like mxpx and mm-hmm. green did you just Day see
1: under oath like a year ago too under oath was yeah. in, in
0: there uh blindside was a
1: huge influence oh, it was blindside that you went saw yeah i saw yeah, blindside
0: yeah. i didn't see under oath a year yeah. ago but blindside and i didn't even really realize it was still as alive and kicking yeah. as it is and you're going to the shows like festivals and
1: oh, yeah. stuff I all mean, the time. That's to me, like the whole saying that rock is dead is the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. It's like go to a rock concert. You'll right. clearly see that it's not. Like there's plenty of people that oh, absolutely. still love yeah. this stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we love that about it. Exactly. You. Yeah. You won't get in my car and not find a rock album in my car. Yeah.
0: What are some of the biggest
1: Yes. things that you've sort of
0: learned in your 5 years in Nashville that you maybe wish you would have knew before coming in. Oh, that's a good question. Not to put you on the spot yeah. or anything. Well, See, I'm, we
1: don't prepare anybody
0: for our interviews. Yeah, no,
1: this is very true. <laughs> I even help with these things and these are different questions. I <laughs> actually tried
2: to distract him earlier is to get, <laughs> out, get his mind completely no, out of this. no, no, no
1: scripting. Good. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously the quickest answer would have been find you sooner. besides that that (laughs) (laughs) no I mean to think back I mean I wish I would have got started in the computer realm sooner I do How, how do you mean like I knew a lot of stuff was DAW based but I was more focused on the just natural instruments themselves and I feel like now that's actually limiting you. You know what I mean? Like
0: Like just focusing on guitar. Yeah, just focusing on one instrument. Like
1: for me, it's just like now looking back at it, it's kind of like, man, I wish I would have focused more on living in a DAW world, like Mm -hmm. understanding the ins and outs of like that, like as far as programming wise. Yeah. Because everything now is such, well, everything is programming. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ted T showed people... How he was making loops off an iPad? Yeah, totally. And not saying that discrediting any musicianship out there. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, I listen to rock music, so yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna about- find fake drums and well, unless you're six a.m. You might. I was gonna say, oh you might. Might. yeah, you <laughs> might <laughs> on a few records. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, yeah, yeah, hold on. We won't let, talk about. Let, it, yeah,
2: let, let,
0: let me fake rephrase g- that. Fake guitars, man. Yeah, fake guitars.
1: Maybe. <laughs> you might on
2: one record that we know of.
1: Um, okay, I guess everything's fake. Yeah, but the, I just mean, one track. My thing would be like, I feel like I kind of dedicate too much. Well, I mean, I did the artist route first, you know what I mean? So I feel like I was lenient too much on, like, even as an artist, I was like finding people to record me instead of like, I feel like I just didn't live in that world soon enough. Like um, you
0: just learning how to record yourself.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in. I'm not just talking yeah. like, programming wise I'm literally saying like live in that computer world sooner like because starting off like you're like oh man I'm just gonna focus on this craft you know what I mean and then it's like then when it came time to do it and nobody's there to help you what do you do you know what I mean And so it's like sometimes you need to learn that and till you to a point where you don't need it anymore you know it's like you might have to be the person to do it though Mm. and I feel like it's limited me on some tasks just because I can't, well, couldn't, you know, proficiently do some of the tasks that were assigned. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did that kind of answer the question? I think yeah.
2: so. So yeah. are you saying even if being an artist or being a producer or whatever isn't your thing, if you're just a songwriter or if you are an artist but not necessarily a producer, it's important to learn. Oh, 100%. What's going on? Like, digital audio workstations and and how it all works.
1: Yeah. And at that point, it doesn't matter if it's Logic or Pro Tools. Like I'll boldly say that
2: or any other DAW. But get an understanding of it.
1: I mean, that's, that's my thing. Like it doesn't matter if you want to be an artist or if you want to be a songwriter, you have to learn that world of engineering producing. And to some degree you have to be good at it because even if you can push record with you and a microphone, like if it still sounds like, a garage recording, that's not going to benefit you much. So being good at it is definitely key. But I mean, that's definitely huge until you get to a point where other people can do it for you. Like you just, yeah, I mean, that's part of the process and that's where I wish I would have started sooner. I mean, I started that so late in the game.
0: Yeah. Yep. Now, that might have been a skill that would have been necessary earlier on. Is there anything else just even on a you know, personal development or growth level that you've kind of had to put on or adapt in the past five years since you've been in Nashville and working in the music industry? Yeah,
1: everybody's somebody. And it's unbelievable how, like, you don't know how you're going to get connected with somebody. Mm. Like, how I even met you was through an email chain. Yeah. Like, there was an email, like, with 14 producers on, and I happened to be attached to it. Did you know...
0: Well, just to back up, this was an email that Chris Stevens sent
1: mm-hmm.
0: towards the end of the time that you guys were working together. And right. He was slowing down on some production stuff and he sent an email out that was like, hey, I've got this guy, Jericho, that's, you know, maybe available to do some work. Just, you know, he's a great guy, great hard worker and
1: just vouching for you. Did you know he was going to send no that idea. email? Like, So no you didn't idea. ask him like, hey, nope. can you? <laughs> no, I yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know about the email until I received it. And had all these other producers attached to it.
0: Which speaks very highly of your time with you, the fact that he would go out of his way to do that.
1: Oh, yeah, it was definitely appreciated, you know? And, but even like before that, like the fact that a studio tech, you know, transferred my info, like just a plain old intern to somebody like Chris Stevens. Mm. I mean, it's just, you know, somebody's role. Shouldn't dictate how you treat them. Yeah. And because everybody is somebody, in my opinion. And so you just treat them like everybody's equal. Mm. Like, I don't, to me, it doesn't matter if you're the producer or the guy mopping the floor or earlier today, there was an Izzy that broke in our fridge. Somebody Mm -hmm. was cleaning that. Like, to me, everybody is equal. (laughs) Intern task. Yes. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's my thing. I mean, actually, the first time I met X,
2: I'm trying to remember when this
1: was. It was a few years ago. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. He was working with Pete Kipley at the time. And for some reason, Chris was giving these huge baffles to Pete Kipley. And what happened was Pete and X drove over in his truck and somehow Pete and Chris just ended up talking and X and I had to load these baffles by ourselves into the truck And then I had to follow him over to Pete's house and somehow X and I had to load in the baffles by ourselves. It was baffling. Yeah, exactly. It was baffling. It sounds baffling. Yeah. (laughs) And so just even thinking that, like that was the first time I ever met X. And then the next time we saw each other, like we were working on, it wasn't until the Hunter brothers Mm -hmm. uh, with you guys. And it's like, Hey, you know what I mean? It was like a catch up thing, you know? And it's just like, and now I'm, you know, every day I'm working next to him. Yeah. So it's crazy how small the world is. And so it like, to me, it's just, that's key. Like it, you know, live your life as if somebody or everybody is somebody Yeah. and who knows what doors will open because so like, of that. So like,
0: don't treat anybody different just because you think that they can give you something. Absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah.
1: assume, you know, I never expected anything. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, man. I'm almost the opposite. I'm like, how can I help you? You know what I'm saying? So I think if you go in that mentality, well, I have more of a pessimistic mindset. So I try not to expect anything. That way I don't get let down. (laughs) So if I get something, I'm like, yes, are you kidding me? It's Christmas. (laughs) So that's kind of my mentality was just that, you know, it's like, you know, my goal is to help other people. You know what I mean? And even what little bit that I have or whatever, it's just like, if it's, even smaller, like I joke around with X sometimes. I'm like, Hey, you want me to quickly vocal edit this? Even if it's only 80%. Yeah. That's only 20% he has to do, yeah. you know? And so, so it it's just little things like that where it's, if I can make somebody's life a little bit better then yeah. that's what I'm going to try and do.
0: Yeah. Well, you, every day make our lives a lot better. So uh, well, it's mutual. You're serving your way to success. I mean, that's yeah, that we, we talk about that a lot and that's kind of a phrase that is arising and, full circle music and full circle academy and you've been a great example of that so i appreciate it for sure
1: i have good mentors around me i'm proud of you man (laughs) yeah well
0: thank you for being on the full circle music show and is there anything else you would want to leave people with tune in for next week all right tune in for next week (laughs) that's a good thing to leave people with exactly well jericho scroggins here on the full circle music show i'm seth mosley mex o'connor thanks guys and we'll see you next week Hi, this is Seth Mosley, and you've been listening to The Full Circle Music Show, The Why of the Music Biz. This show is produced by The Full Circle Music Company with editing help from Jordan Salamoni. And once again, just a quick reminder to head over to iTunes, leave us a good rating and a good review. We thank you so much for sticking with us, and we will see you next week.